Oh, what does this button do? We are recording. Recording. All right. Hello, everyone, ladies and gentlemen, damas and caballeros. Uh, it is episode 23 of Stuck Inside and Hungry All the Time. Mm-hmm. And it is the original gang, Mackenzie and Valeria. Here we are. <laughs> we are here. And this episode, we decided to do a part two of one of our beginning segments. Yeah. This time, we're going to talk about male serial killers. We did, was it episode two? Was the female serial killers? I believe so. It was something. So. It was, it was killer. I barely know her. I know the first episode we, the oh, ending. Yeah, we we're talking about Twilight again. For yeah, we did, we did. Um, but this is Killer. I barely know her. Part two, male edition. So, so I barely know him. Yeah, kill him. No, but it's funny though because like Killer. I so know. We're gonna keep the title just part dose. Um, okay, so me and Mackenzie, we were doing some of the Googling and trying yeah. to find male serial killers. Of course, there are tons of okay. male, serial, blah, 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 male serial killers. So I yeah. just was going through different lists and I found one of 20 of the most notorious serial killers the world has ever seen. So I, because I figured we should expand it from just the U.S. Yes. So, and this is from scoopwoop, <laughs> scoopwoop.com. A very reputable source. Yeah. Super reputable. I yeah. have no idea. Anyway, so let's go ahead and get this started. Yes. I will, these, the descriptions are pretty short, so I'm pretty sure we can breeze through these, and then I have an idea we love something else that has to do again with horoscopes i'm here for it thank you okay all right so number one on this list is the zodiac killer so we all know ted cruz (laughs) oh my god (laughs) okay joke oh okay that's a joke everybody please nobody kill us allegedly allegedly um so everybody knows the zodiac killer is probably one of the most famous cases um the zodiac killer his they got the name because they thought his clues were like zodiac related but at the end they weren't like they were like maybe it's all the same they're all the same zodiac signs of the the victims and they weren't but they just stuck with the name because it's the name still unsolved nobody knows who it is Still open case. Still an open. Is it an open case or is it a cold case? It's still open. Oh, shit. They don't. I don't know if they'll ever close it until they figure it out who it was. True. But let's go ahead and get with this. So the killer fashioned his name. For, oh, yeah. It was himself that he made his name. The killer fashioned his this name for himself in taunting letters. It's fine. Well... I mean, he called himself that. Well, no, yeah. I was still right. He called himself that, but they were like, maybe it has to do with the Zodiac signs, but it doesn't. So he really called himself that for shits and gigs. There was no okay. connection. Yeah. Um, so he fashioned his name for himself in taunting letters he sent to the Bay Area press. He yeah. left ciphers to be decoded, and out of the four he sent, only one was definitely solved. The killer operated in California in the late 1960s and early 1970s. His last letter said, me, hmm, me 37, it says M-E-37, and SFPD, the San Francisco Police Department, slash zero. He claimed to have killed 37 victims, but the newspaper only confirmed seven, and the case file is still open. I think, did I read somewhere that they recently decoded one of the other letters? 
I think I did. It was recently that they decoded one of the other letters and they're like, oh, maybe it's going to have like his name in it or whatever. But it was just like a random phrase. Let me see. Zodiac killer. I'm pretty sure I just saw that recently. Letter deciphered, not decoded. Uh, was I right? Maybe. Oh yeah, it was in it was in 2020. So here, according to CBS News, Zodiac Killer cipher solved by amateur code breakers after 51 years. That's crazy. So the FBI confirmed that a group of private citizens deciphered a coded note from the Zodiac Killer, the 1960s serial killer who preyed on his victims in Northern California and has never been caught. Burp. So here it says the FBI is aware that a cipher attributed to the Zodiac Killer was recently solved by private citizens. The FBI San Francisco division said in a statement, due to the ongoing nature of the investigation and out of respect for the victim and their families, we will not be providing further comment at this time. But I'm pretty sure it was it didn't say like anything specific. It was just like a random thing. Like a message. Yeah. So that coded message that coded message was known as the 340 cipher, named after its 340 characters. It was uh, sent to the San Francisco Chronicle in 1969 mm -hmm. and was recently solved by amateur code breakers from Australia, Belgium, and the United States. Hmm. So it was a tag team effort. Um it says the code-breaking expert, David Oranchak, told the newspaper that the text reads in part, I hope you are having lots of fun in trying to catch me. That wasn't me on the TV show, which brings up a point about me. I'm afraid of the gas chamber because it will send me to paradise all the sooner because I now have enough slaves to work for me. <laughs> That's what it says. They were hoping it would say like, his name or like other victims or something like that, but nah, it was just like a, ha ha, you haven't caught me. But that's the Zodiac Killer. I really wonder, it'd be cool if they did find out who it was. Hopefully they find out before we die. Yeah, cause that would be really cool. That would be really good news, but I don't know how they would be able to because i don't think there was that much evidence left in any of the crime scenes anyway so like it would be hard to find dna and he didn't like sexually assault any of the victims or anything like that so it's not like there's dna left behind he was smart he was smart he was i love smart killers well let me rephrase that no i love smart killers because <laughs> because it's just so interesting how that's what it's, it's interesting. Their mind works. I love them. Yeah, no, I'm not like, oh my God, I'm in love with them. No, I, I'm very fascinated by how their mind works and how they're able to be so methodical, be so methodical in a way that they can't even be caught. Especially because they have these impulses that are to the normal person, like insane. Yeah. Like, but how is it like, you know what? don't think about killing people and let alone have like write coded messages yeah like and this be like you know what i'm gonna kill this person and i'm gonna have coded messages like how do you exactly like he wrote coded messages he never rarely ever 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 left dna behind yeah like he was for lack of a better like a detail-oriented serial killer. Like, he was very methodical in how he... Yeah. Like, to him, it was a job. Very... And it was, like, just very clever. Yeah. Just super... That's why H.H. H. Holmes is one of my favorite serial killers. And this is by no means trying to, like, glorify them at all. Yeah, no, no, no. It's like, just... I don't... Here's the thing. Here's... It's very interesting that you can have this crazy urge impulse to kill people. Yes. Or this need to kill people that for all intents and purposes, like, is a very overwhelming urge, according to other serial killers, mm -hmm. to be so restrained in order to be so, like, detailed about, I can't leave any evidence, I have to send this message, how I dispose of the, like, 
body. Yeah. Cause there are sloppy killers. Like we all know oh, about right. the killers that just go super crazy, leave, you know, a crazy mess at the crime scene. And then there's DNA and stuff like that. But then you have like the methodical killers, the quick killers, like the Zodiac killer that just pretty much shot his victims, but that was it. And nobody, I want to say maybe one victim survived. I want to say from what I remember, maybe, maybe not. Um, but he was just like super quick. Nobody would see him. He wouldn't leave any, barely any evidence besides his letters and his codes that he, and he's like taunting the media and the police and they still haven't found him. And he knew he was not going to get caught. Like, that's crazy. Ugh, fascinating. People's minds are interesting. That's what I'm saying. Like, it's just really interesting. Like, number one, the life experiences that lead you to have these urges. You know what I mean? Because they're completely different life experiences to you and I have. Mm -hmm. And, like, our upbringing. It's just really... And then to be like, I'm going to kill someone and like, how do you mess with the world? Exactly. Like that's something I will never understand. And also I don't want to understand is how do you like, what's the switch that flips that day that you're like, I got to kill people. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, it's going to help me emotionally and mentally. If I just off somebody. Yeah. I don't, that's something that that's like, like when I would watch Dexter. Yeah. Like, I was kind of, like, with Dexter is an interesting one because you're kind of, I'm pretty sure almost everyone was Team Dexter because it's like, all right, it's fine because he's killing the bad people. Yeah. And he was also super smart and, like, really Correct. methodical, which I, like, I was like, wow. Look yeah. at you. But, like, he was, like, fulfilling his urge in a way that was also for the good of the people, which I'm like, okay. I could see that, but, but also, also it's highly concerning that you have this urge to kill people in general. And like his dad helped him out. Like, here's the thing. In that case, I really wonder why like therapy does not help these people. And then back in the sixties, seventies, eighties, like it was not common to go to therapists. Like it was not cool to talk about your emotions. Mm -hmm. It just was not a thing. Yeah. Like you were a sissy if you were depressed or exactly sad. Like, back then that makes sense, but nowadays, like to go to therapy and like deal with your issues, like that's just normal everyday thing. Yeah, I know. Like, I know. Like scientists were looking at it through like a like a maybe they were born different, maybe they were missing something, and I know there was some some scientists that um would do brain scans of some of the serial killers compared to normal people, quote unquote. Yeah. And they noticed that the section of our brain that deals with, um, the section of our brain that pretty much deals with um, remorse or regret or pretty much the section that stops us from doing things that we would regret, yes. that, that the activity there was a lot lower or they weren't born with it either. That section not of the born brain. with it, but the life experiences that you have growing up diminish it. Yeah. Or like or like a brain trauma and like accidents would but change I guess, that part too. And I'm like, that's here's huh. the thing. I'm no scientist, but I get how they couldn't be born with it. Because again, back in the sixties, seventies, and eighties, it was very common to like smoke, drink, and like be perfectly fine to do drugs when you were pregnant. Very true. Yes. Which we now know, that's a good point which we now know is bad severely like it's it's okay to have like one glass of wine every now and then yeah and like one cigarette like isn't gonna kill your kid if you have one when you're pregnant like again we don't want to definitely do not definitely not recommended ladies and gentlemen. but definitely not recommended to do it every day like it's not cool to have two glasses of wine and a pack of cigarettes every day yeah or go out for a cocktail with your pregnant friend Exactly. Yeah. Like, if you're out to dinner and, like, here's one thing that, like, this is very controversial in the mother world, and I am not pregnant, nor am I a mother, so, like, I don't really know 
everything about it, but I don't get shaming mothers for wanting to have half a glass of wine every now and then. Because there's that stigma of like, you're not supposed to drink while you're pregnant. Exactly. But it's also like, you don't know if this is like the only glass of wine she's had while she's pregnant. You know what I'm saying? And like, I don't know. I just really don't get judging other people when you don't know their <laughs> life. And this is a different topic that I could go on for hours. Get on. here. I don't know how we, we got- We were talking here. about serial killers. <laughs> I can't see. Okay. Number two. Number two. So that was the serial ah! killer. Number two which I don't think I've heard of this guy, Donald Henry Gaskins, or the Hitchhiker's Killer. Gaskins has claimed to have killed between 80 to 90 people by torturing and mutilating them. He started killing in 1969, picking up hitchhikers on the coastal highways of the American South. I almost said of South America, not it. A criminal associate witnessed him killing two young men and confessed to the police. He was sentenced to death, which was later turned to life imprisonment without any parole. Gaskins added another murder to his name and became the only man to have ever killed an inmate on death row. Well, that's something. I mean, they're on death row, so damn. I know. He didn't even get his final meal. That poor inmate. Well, Den- Donald Henry Gaskins. I feel like I know that name, but then I don't at the same time. Oh, I think I'm confusing him with somebody else. Also, I don't know why I see that. I don't Bailey know why. Sarian. What? A quick shout out to Bailey Sarian. Oh, yeah. We love Bailey Sarian. Who probably has talked about a lot of these on her I show. don't know if she talked about Donald Henry Gaskins. <clears throat> We'll have to, I don't think so. I think I'm confusing him, maybe because I'm looking at the picture, I'm confusing him with that guy, the, the documentary that they made about this guy that he confessed to all these murders, but he never really did them. But they're like, why are you confessing to these murders and imprisoning yourself? I forgot his name. Next, number three. Oh, oh let me see if I could see the, say this name. Uh, Sutomo Miyazaki the human Dracula. He got more names due to his hideous acts. Some of them were the otaku murderer, the little girl murderer, or Dracula Miyazaki. The reason for this being that he, uh, that he abducted little girls, killed them, and indulged in sexual activities with their corpses. On one occasion, he not only drank the victim's blood, but ate her hand as well. He also preserved body parts as trophies and sent postcards to the families describing the murder. His father committed suicide and Miyazaki was hanged in 2008 at age 45. Yikes. That's like, what's that guy? He's Japanese. Um, He's also Japanese. He's a cannibal. And he was arrested. Wait. He was, I want to say he was arrested for killing and eating this person, but then now he's released. I forgot his name. But he's like out there living and he's like super famous now. You say Sagawa? Maybe. I think that's it. And he's, he's out now, right? He's been out for a while. Um, there's actually, no, there's two cannibal, two famous cannibals in Japan. I can't remember which one it was I was thinking about. And I think he's like trying to find another person to. Um, Here's a thing. I can't remember, but he's out there and he's like a celebrity now in Japan. I'm like, that's wow. What a time. This man wants to eat you. Yeah. I mean, it is what it is, I guess. Um, all right. Number four. Don't joke. I'm not going to make that joke. Okay, just say out loud that you're not going to make a joke. I'm not. Okay. Ted Bundy. (laughs) Mackenzie. Ted Bundy. We all know Ted Bundy. We've all seen the Ted Bundy tapes. We've all seen the movie about Ted Bundy. We saw the movie about the girl, about, or is it a documentary from his girlfriend's perspective? 
I think it's a documentary because the movie was 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 with Zach Zac Efron. Efron, and then there was the Ted Bundy tapes, which were highly disturbing. Yeah, which, yeah, yeah. Watching yeah. that last line on the last episode really got me. What was it? I don't remember. He was like, it could be your next door neighbor, your sister, your brother. It's your mom. true though. Like you don't know. He's like, they're just like you. It's true though. And the crazy thing that like, it was crazy how um, during his case, so many women were like in love with him. They're like, oh my God, he's so handsome. He has to be innocent. And I'm like, that's how they get you. And here's That's the thing- literally how he, they get you. He's not even good looking. No, he honestly, and I wonder if my cousin's going to hear this, but he kind of looks like my cousin Anthony. Um, I should probably tell him that. Or maybe he knows that. My cousin Anthony kind of looks like Ted Bundy, but my cousin Anthony's also better looking than Ted Bundy. But anyway, that's not the point. Ted Bundy was an American serial killer, kidnapper, rapist, and necrophile. Um, for those who don't know what, necrophi- what necrophilia is, is when they have the sexy time with dead bodies. Just Mm. like that one that we talked about before. Just like the guy that we had before. He operated in various states in the U.S. and confessed to killing 30 women. He revisited crime scenes and indulged in sexual acts with the corpses. Bundy decapitated at least 12 victims and kept their heads as trophies in his apartment. Aged 42, Bundy died on the electric chair in 1989. His own defense attorney said Ted was the definition of heartless evil. 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 I've seen an actual electric chair in person, and that shit's scary. In Miami, they used to have the police museum. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And there, um, you could see, like, the different cells throughout the years, and they had an actual electric chair and like set up as if you were in the room. And then they had an actual gas chamber. Um, and that shit was like crazy. Like, I don't, you know me how I'm all sensitive with the energies and all that stuff. I like walked in and like saw the electric chair and my cousin Christian sat in it. We, like- came, we went during summer camp. It was a summer camp trip. Oh, um, oh no, it was a lot of fun <laughs> with my Christian school um love that oh yeah i love it um my cousin christian sat in the electric in the electric chair put the thing on partially strapped himself and then he's like oh look there's the lever and i'm like looking at the lever and i just touch it and then my cousin christian starts like convulsing and i was like oh my god and then he starts laughing i literally thought i killed my cousin that asshole um what else the gas chamber was also creepy and like i want to say i don't know how gas chambers work i'm not a hundred percent but i do know that in front of the chair there was like a dark stain in front of it and someone told me that it was that's where they drop the gas and then it just like comes up i'm not sure how gas chambers work i'm gonna have to google that later i thought it was like a lever they turned on and it filled and it filled yeah um, maybe that person was lying to me, but I do remember there was a dark stain in front of the chair. Like, like it looked like a substance stain. So I was like, oh shit, that's crazy. This is the quote that I was talking about from Ted Bundy. Mm. It was from 1978 when he was arrested in Pensacola in Florida. Oh yeah. When he killed this the is- FSU students. Those poor girls. Those poor girls. Um, this one said, we are your, we serial killers are your sons. We are your husbands. We are everywhere. And there will be more of your children dead tomorrow. Like that's. Yikes. Here's the thing. I've watched. And I was like. I've watched way too many crime shows, way too many crime documentaries and stuff like that, that I literally trust no one. Oh yeah. Like I'll love you. Like I'll look at you or I'll look at my family. Or, like, I'll look at my sisters, and I'm like, is today the day they turn on me? Like, literally. Like, literally. Or, like, I'm sure it happens, like, I don't know if it happens with you, Mackenzie, with your significant other. Oh, yeah. Look and be like. You're going to kill me one day. Oh, I've got to kill Philip repeatedly. Plus, 
I don't know if it's because I grew up like more so by myself because I was the youngest and my middle sister is six years older than me and my oldest sister is 10 years older than me. So I pretty much grew up like as an only child, but not mm -hmm. really. Um, so I grew up more so like with the adults. So I used to watch a lot of like Dateline in 2020. Girl. With my parents. And it was always the husband that killed the wife. So I've always had this weird fear that my husband was going to kill me. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's how I, th I think I'm either going to die in my sleep or get murdered. Like, that's. Mackenzie. I'm hoping for the sleep, but. Yeah. I told but, Philip that I'm always going to keep a note in my pocket that says my husband did it. So. What if you died in your sleep? My husband did it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. Damn. No, I always think that. Or like if I'm in, if I'm in like in a public place and I'm like, is somebody going to walk in here and shoot the place up? Like that. That's social anxiety, I think, too. Well, I do have a, like a slight social anxiety, but I mean, definitely with all like the, um, with all the shootings that has happened in the last years, I think this is the first last year. And I want to say this year was the first time was the first year in, I want to say in a while that there weren't any school shootings because everybody's home. Isn't that crazy? Like, that's, that's a whole separate crazy. issue. Anyway, that's a whole separate issue. But yeah, I watch too much crime stuff to where I'm like, somebody's going to off me one day. I know. Or you're going to off me, aren't you? I know. Like that. Anyway. There's really no accounting for like human emotion. Yeah. And you know, and it, and especially like those stories where people just snap and it's like, but you were fine. Yeah. Yesterday you were happy with your family yesterday. And then now you killed them all. Like people just snap like that. That is crazy slash fascinating to me. Here's another thing that I will never understand. Why do husbands kill their wives? <laughs> it could be many things. I'm going to open up a TED Talk right now. Okay? Okay. Just get a fucking divorce. <laughs> it may be more expensive, but at least you won't go to prison for the rest of your life, you dumbass. Oh, my God. This goes out to you wives, too, that kill your husbands. Just get a damn divorce not condoning it or really giving an excuse but if it was self-defense you had to do what you had to do well, that's another thing. anyway but, like, but that's I a different issue never understand why men and women kill their spouses just get a divorce <laughs> just get a divorce well you know i will never understand you know it. you know where that that statement gets to me and a case that really pisses me off is the Watts case. Fuck him and his girlfriend on the side. Chris his girlfriend on the side definitely Watts. has something to do with it. Also the Scott Peterson case, how he killed his wife, his pregnant wife, Lacey. <gasps> That's true. Why do you guys Scott kill your Peterson. pregnant wife? He's Stop the one, he's the one, them. he's the one that went on the run, right? And then he like dyed his hair blonde. Is that him? I think so. And they found her body and the baby's body washed up on the ocean. That's Scott Peterson, right? Googling. I think that is Scott Peterson. Also, don't think you escaped this, Casey Anthony. I know you didn't kill your husband, <gasps> but you killed your kid. That? You know what I'm saying when I say the brother did it. The brother did it. Oh, John Bonnet Ramsey. The brother did it. John I'm Bonnet looking Ramsey. at you, bro. <laughs> Mackenzie. Hold on. Scott Peterson. Oh, no. Casey Anthony is. That is the most. Aside. No, be a private investigator. Aside from the. Aside from the Chris Watts case, the Casey Anthony case is the was the most aggravating case. I remember I it happened I was a freshman in high school. Yeah, we were in 
high school when Casey. Yeah, I was a freshman in high school, and with my history teacher, we used to watch. We used to watch the Casey Anthony case in our history class. Like that was what we would do. Like we would have like maybe like five minutes of actual history, and then he'll be like, "All right, the Casey Anthony trial is going to come on. We're going to watch it." And then he'll put it like on the projector, on like our new fancy projector. Yeah. And put put play it on the the whiteboard and he's like all right guys we're gonna watch the casey anthony case you guys tell me what you think like like he would also make it kind of like like um kind of educational too he'd be like listen to what they're saying what do you think how do you see how she's reacting and stuff like that bitch i was pissed we watched it did we watched the case when they um found her not guilty and my class lost their mind we were i was so mad i was she she did it (sighs) casey anthony that's another one that is not a serial killer i like how this is just turned into like killer episode yeah anyway Scott Peters. Oh yeah, Scott Peterson is the one that he he like escaped and then he dyed his hair he dyed his hair and his beard blonde to like um hide himself. Fuck Scott Peterson and Chris Watts and Casey Anthony. Anyway, Jack the Ripper. Back to the list. Here's the thing, one final world. Divorce. Get a divorce. <laughs> or don't get married. Even, and if you do get married, just get a damn divorce. That was my one thing I told Philip before we got married. I was like, if you ever want to leave me, just divorce me. That's true. But I also I told him I'd tell him no. So he'd probably kill me. <laughs> yeah, that's probably why, Mackenzie, bitch. Listen, lady, we need you alive, okay? No, if it comes down to that, I probably would just be like, not trying to die here. Yeah, <laughs> that's my that's your, Mackenzie. I want a divorce. All right, not trying to die here. So okay, <laughs> okay, all right. Back circle backing. Jack the Ripper. We'll okay. probably just make this a top ten. <laughs> and then we'll, we'll just do that. Okay, Jack the Ripper, also known as the Whitechapel Murders. Mm-hmm. The real killers or killer were never identified. The name came into being because the victims had organs missing and judging by procedure, the killer seemed to have surgical experience. Jack the Ripper, who was later believed to be a single person, killed female prostitutes in the slums of London between 1888 and 1891. Now, people do think that Jack the Ripper was... Oh, no, people think that H.H. Holmes was also Jack the Ripper because when Jack the Ripper stopped his killing, his killings, we had H.H. Holmes here starting his killing. So they're like, it has to be, but it wasn't. He was not Jack the Ripper. Here's the thing. They were two completely different murderers. Yeah. I mean, the timeline matches up. Yeah. I, that's another case, even though it's going to be super hard to, like, it's probably going to go unsolved forever, but I would love to know who Jack the Ripper was. He has to be a doctor. Had to be a doctor. That hated women, clearly. And prostitutes. Or a mortician. Yeah, that too. Just somebody who had surgical know-how. Like that. You know? Yeah. All right, number six. Luis Garavito, also known as The Beast. Ooh, we're going to Colombia. Also dubbed by the media as Le Bestia, or The Beast in Spanish, the the Colombian is probably one of the world's worst serial killers. He confessed to the torture, rape, and murder of 147... Damn, young boys. But the number is believed to be over 300... He was found guilty on 139 counts, which should amount to 1,853 years in prison. 
but Colombian law limits it to 30, which is what he was sentenced to in 1999. He may be released earlier for cooperation and good behavior. That's crazy. Here's another thing. Did I back that mic up before I have to lower these levels? <laughs> Here's the thing. I know the point of the prison system is to rehabilitate people. Is it? Not enough. I mean, <laughs> not the way U.S. uses it. That's because it's privatized, and we like to make money off. It's people. not like in Sweden where they actually rehabilitate. Anyway, that's go because ahead. the prison system in America is privatized and we like to make money off of people so the incarceration rate is very high all right next okay anyway go ahead i lost my point <laughs> oh okay so number seven <laughs> well, well you'll get it number seven ahmad ahmad suraji also known as the sorcerer the cattle breeder from Indonesia admitted to killing 42 girls and women between 1986 to 1997. As part of his ritual, he used to bury them waist deep. Bodies were found in a sugarcane field with their heads facing his house, which he believed would give him more power. Suraji was sentenced to death by a firing squad in 2008. They still did firing squad in 2008. I want to say that there are countries that still do firing squads. I mean, I guess it's quick. But I want to say so. Risky because like, what if the person who has the bullet misses? But it's a firing squad is several people. No, I know. But there's only one person has a bullet. So they don't know who actually kills the person. Isn't that it? No, no. They all shoot at you. Oh, I thought like it was only one person who had the bullet. That way they didn't know who actually killed the. No, uh... no. It, firing squad means firing squad. Yeah. I think some countries still do have firing squads. That's like the, the, the most recent and last death by guillotine was in France when one of the Star Wars movies came out in 1977. That was the last time that they did that. I'm like, isn't that crazy? But interesting, but also crazy. Was there a guillotine at the police museum when I went? I want to say there was. It was scary. Okay. That's one thing I would not. Yeah. Mm. I would take mm-hmm. firing squad. No, because what if you, what if you, um, what if they shoot you and you still survive and it's a slow death? What if you're at the brink of dying and you feel everything? I'd rather do guillotine. Here's the thing. I must. Because then I won't feel anything. Huh? I'm just, I don't want to get my head chopped off. I just. I feel like that's definitely quicker than being shot at. True. Yeah. You see? But when in doubt, lethal injection. Oh, do they feel that? No. Lethal no, they don't. They put your ass to sleep first. Oh, they better. Shit. All right, number eight. <laughs> anyway, number eight. Alexander, how do I say this? Alexander Pichushkin. Yes. Cool. The chessboard killer. He was also known, okay, so he was known as the chessboard killer and the Pizza Park maniac. His targets were homeless men whom he lured to his house with vodka. He is believed to have killed 49 people, most of them with repeated hammer blows to their heads, and inserted vodka, hold on, and inserted a vodka bottle into the gaping skull wound. Burp. He initially said he wanted to complete the number of squares on a chessboard and kill 64 people. Also, it is believed that he was in competition with another Russian serial killer, Andrei Chikatilo, who was convicted in 1992 for 53 killings. It was the very same year Alexander started killing. Russia, man. Nine on the list. Huh? Guess who's number nine on the list? Guess who's what? Number nine on this list. Is it H.H. Holmes? Oh, no. no. Oh, no, it's Andrei Chikatilo. 
That's crazy. How are you like, you know what? We're going to compete. We're going to see who is going to kill more people. I mean, I guess y'all got to have your clubs. I guess. All right. So number nine is Andrei Chikatilo, also known as the butcher. Andrei, the butcher of Rostov, said, when I used my knife, it brought psychological relief. I know I have to be destroyed. I was a mistake of nature. You see, that's where, that's another, like, where you're like, damn, like, how do you get psychological relief? Like, what is that tension that you're feeling inside that yeah. killing is a relief for you? Yeah, like, what you was the I mean? early trauma that resulted in yeah. the like what what was his what was his upbringing like what was his life during that time that he needed that release which also ties into the show mind hunter on netflix oh i love mind hunter but even though there were serial killers who had good upbringings and they still killed so that's another thing you know what i mean it's so interesting not glorifying just interesting okay he was responsible for sexually assaulting, killing, and mutilating 53 women and children between 1978 and 1990 in Russia. After being captured in 1992, he was ordered to be killed by firing squad in 1994. There's another firing squad. Squad guy. That's crazy. All right, number 10. I read this as Edward Cullen. First of all, there is a Charlie in Twilight, and there's also an Edward Cullen. But that's not who we're talking about. We're talking about Charles Edmund Cullen. The angel of The death. angel of death. Cullen worked as a nurse. Oh, damn. I already know how this goes. Charles, oh, Charles. Oh, yeah, Charles. He worked as a nurse in many hospitals, but kept switching jobs as he was fired for suspicious behavior from many of them. He convinced son of a mother, Mary and Joseph. He, he confessed <laughs> to murdering 40 elderly patients in New Jersey from 1984 to 2003. He did it by poisoning his patients to death with unprescribed medication. He stated that he wanted to relieve the patients from their suffering, much like an angel would. Experts say he had more than 300 victims. Colin has been imprisoned for life. You see, that is another one where it makes me like really think about not putting my parents in a home. Yeah. Or like my kids in daycare or something like that. Because yeah. it's like, you can't trust these hoes. These hoes I mean, ain't loyal. 303 did say, don't trust a hoe. Can't trust a hoe. Don't trust them. Hoes don't trust me. Mm-hmm. Um, Shush, girl. <laughs> Do the Helen Keller. Shush your lips. Do the Helen Keller and talk with your hips. I mean, um, shush, girl. Shut your lips. Yeah. Um, the Helen Keller. Talk with them here. Hips. Oh. But yeah, no, I don't. There's a lot of nurses. There are a lot of cases of nurse serial killers that have done the same thing. Men well, and women. Well, remember in the women serial killer episode we did, you were talking about that other one who did the same thing. Jolly Jane. Yes. Jolly Jane was the nurse. Then she did the same thing. She would. I feel like that's a cop out, though. Like, I feel like you don't think you're actually helping anybody. You're just using the excuse because you're killing people who are on the verge of death. Right. Like, do you actually think you're doing anything noble, or you just? Oh, no, no. They definitely. They're just saying they're doing something noble, but they know damn well that they're like, here's a vulnerable person. I have all of the tools. Yeah. And the scenario. That I can easily just be like, this person died. We're in a hospital anyway. Natural causes. They were old. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I'm not putting my parents in like a, a hospital home or whatever. I'll just hire somebody to come to my house and take care of them. Yeah. And my kids are not going into daycare. I had a, a traumatic daycare experience when I was little. I don't remember it. But my parents told me about it. And I guess from the subconscious 
trauma of that, I don't like daycares. Yeah. Anyway. Angel of death. Damn. Who who else? Let me do one more honorable mention. What is one that we don't have? There's the BTK killer. We all know about the BTK killer. There's a bunch. There's also, I mean, they have another serial killer that's like the angel of um, death. Mm. I mean, Jack Kevorkian. Jack Kevorkian. That's true. I mean, they called him, what did they call him? The angel of something? The angel of mercy, wasn't it? I think. Ooh, I, I want to say yes. Yes, it was the Angel of Mercy. It was the Angel of Mercy? Yeah. Nurse killers, man. He died That's in crazy. 2011. He died he in 2011? Yeah, he died in 2011 at 83. He was a pathologist. Ah, okay. Yeah, that'll do it. Oh my God, there is a movie. It's like a thriller that's called Pathology. And it has... um. I'm going to say his name in English because everybody knows it has Milo Ventimiglia in it. <laughs> I hate saying his name that way. It's not. It's Milo. I know. It's Milo Ventimiglia. But anyway, um, and it's called Pathology. And it has to do with this. He's, he just got hired into this hospital and he's a part of a pathology team. And the team that he is a part of have this sick game where they kill random people and when they're brought into the hospital as a deceased person for them to process and figure out how they died the the game is whoever's turn it is they find a person out in the street or whatever kill them when they're brought to the hospital to be processed that everybody else has to figure out how they killed them It is a crazy movie, but it's like a, huh. It's a, it's a, it was a good movie. It's like a thriller and it has, what's her name in it? Um, oh my God. Was she in Charmed? That witch, mo- that witch show? Oh my God. It's going to bother me. Hold on. It's going to bother me. You want me to say? Yeah. Alyssa Milano. Yes, thank you so much. And it had Alyssa Milano in it. It was really good. But yeah, so that that guy just reminded me of that. Um, and so, all right, so those were our top 10. We decided to do top 10 male serial killers. And now this is what I was going to think. There, I mean, I wanted to say, there is a interesting thing that I had read a while ago that um it is the zodiac sign with the most serial killers under it so let me which i find interesting zodiac sign how do i google this with the <laughs> zodiac sign with most serial killers of course um okay And it was, and I read another thing was like based off of your zodiac sign, would would you most likely be a killer? Probably. All right, so let's start with the star signs most likely to commit a serious crime. I don't know how right this is, but we're just gonna say I have a K-pop song stuck in my head. The most common serial, oh, meal. The most common zodiac signs amongst serial killers. Okay. Okay. All right. So on bustle.com, it says, but here's the thing. It says Pisces as number one on this list, but I'm pretty sure it's Virgo. But let's see. Okay, so on this list, let me see here. In a quest to figure out if there's a connection between serial killers and zodiac signs, Bustle researched America's most notorious murderers, such as Ted Bundy, Richard Ramirez, and David Berkowitz. 
From there, we expanded out to Canada, Europe, and beyond to include the likes of Robert Picton and Rosemary West. In doing so, we created a list of the 25 biggest serial killers of our time and be, then began looking into the zodiac signs. Let's see. In terms of the traits common serial killers may tend, many, oh, of common serial killers, many tend to be highly charismatic because they have learned and honed the fine art of magnetizing people, said by Dr. Perpetua, Perpetua Neo, a clinical psychologist. This is the spider web they weave to entice people get them to trust and potentially let their guards down. Okay. Ba, 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 ba. Now, of course, it's, it's, they say, while it is not fair to say certain zodiac signs are more likely to commit murder, it is, an interesting, it is interesting to consider which signs cropped up most often on their list. So based off of their little research that they did, this was the signs most common based from the serial killers. So number one was Pisces. So it says here, topping our list of notorious killers was rather surprising the typically sweet and dreamy Pisces. The sign is accounted for a whopping five out of the 25 killers, including big names like Dennis Rader, Eileen Warnels, Donald Henry Caskins, John Wayne Gacy, and Richard Ramirez. Dennis Rader was born on March 9, 1945, known as the BTK killer, responsible for 10 killings. Uh, let's see here. Eileen Warnos was born on February 29th in 1956. We all know that she killed six men. Mm -hmm. Donald Henry Gaskins, which we spoke about on the list, was born on March 13th, 1933. John Wayne Gacy is March 17th, 1942. Richard Ramirez, the Night Stalker, was born February 29th, 1960. Interesting. Number two on their list was Gemini. Now, Huh. Among them, among the killers under the sign was Peter Sutcliffe, who was born on June 2nd, 1946 in England and became known as the Yorkshire Ripper, which they made a documentary about on Netflix and it was really good. Mm -hmm. um, the killer targeted women in the late 1970s. Jeffrey Dahmer, also a Gemini, though he was born on the cusp on May 21st, 1960, making him a bit of a Taurus too. Isn't that Kevin's birthday, May 21st? He's a cusp. Yeah, I think it is. Oh no, maybe he's a 22nd. I know he's one of those. Um, he, was known, he was known for the brutal murder of 17 men. Here's the thing, Geminis, at least the squad has an interesting relationship with Geminis. Yeah. Um, we don't hate Geminis, but Geminis are weird. They are interesting people. Also a Gemini was David Berkowitz, also known as the son of Sam. He was born on June 1st, 1953. Now, many Geminis are known for being charming, which again is a trait that's quite common among serial killers. The one thing that Geminis are very good at are talking. They are very good sweet talkers. They are very good communicators, very charismatic people. Mm -hmm. that's how they get you and then they get you number three is sagittarius i knew that was coming because here's the thing i don't know exactly but i want to say aquarius is at the bottom of this list here's the thing we're gonna make a sagittarius we always have an existential crisis mm -hmm. we're gonna make a moneyless a moneyless bet and say that Sag um aquarius is at the bottom okay so the three killers, based off of Bustle's research, that fell under the sign was Ted Bundy, Dennis Nilsson, and Rosemary West. Ted Bundy was born November 24th, 1976. Now, Sagittarius begins on Mackenzie's birthday, on the 22nd. It's debatable. So, I've so, seen things that it starts on the 21st and, or the 22nd. Yeah. So. But either way, what I'm getting at is that Ted Bundy was born on the 24th, which is still the beginning of Sagittarius. So he could still have some Scorpio um, in him. And Scorpios are a water sign. One, very emotional. And two, when they are crossed, they are crossed. Yeah. They, they get their little scorpion tail and get you. So that's where I'm like, hmm, maybe that's where his Scorpio comes in. I know that's where mine comes in. Mm-hmm. 
All right, next one is Dennis Nilsson. Nilsson was born on November 23rd. You see another early Sagittarius, 1945 in the UK. I don't know much about him, but he murdered men in 1970s and 80s. Rosemary West was born November 29th, 1953, also from the UK, and killed at least 10 young women. So Sagittarius is a sign that prizes freedom and often seeks out adventure. I mean, that's the truth. Oh, damn. Aquarius is number four. Got me. Got myself. All right. So who fell under their list? So three big serial killers were Gary Ridgway, Robert Hansen, and Luis Luis Alfredo Garavito. Oh, the Colombian guy that we talked about. Jesus Christ. (laughs) That killed over 300 people. Lord. Gary Ridgway. Why can I not speak? Gary Ridgway, born Gary. on Feb. Gary, born on February eighteenth. Oh, that's my cousin's birthday. February eighteenth, but February eighteenth is the end of Aquarius, going into Pisces. Um, born on February eighteenth, nineteen forty nine, was known as the Green River Killer. Oh, I do remember this. Was responsible for the deaths of at least forty nine women in Washington State, before finally being captured in two thousand one. Uh, Robert Hansen was born on February the fifteenth, the day before my birthday, on nineteen thirty nine. Uh, was often referred as the Butcher Baker due to the fact that he owned a bakery. He was convicted in nineteen eighty four after confessing to killing seventeen women mm. now luis garavito um was born in gen on january 25th 1957 that's a capricorn aquarius and went on to admit to rape torture or murder of 140 children and teenagers yikes that's rough that makes me sad Oh, so that's their top four then. Okay, I thought they did the whole thing. But there is one that... There's another list here that has Capricorn at number one. So I don't... Who knows? I guess it depends. Huh. Let's see here. Most common birthday apparently for serial killers is November 26th. Ah, Sagittarius. Damn. Dim sum. That's crazy. Percentage terms, it's 14.53% of serial killers. <laughs> Fuck. Damn. Yikes. Yikes. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Capricorn, 55 killers. Leo, 46 killers. Sagittarius, 43 killers. Aquarius, 42 killers. This is off of thoughtcatalog.com. Libra, 42 killers. Scorpio, 42 killers. Aries, 42 killers. Gemini, 40 killers. Pisces, 40 killers. Virgo, 39 killers. (gasps) Cancer, 34 killers. Taurus, 22. Where are the other ones? We have 12 signs, guys. 13 if we include the a few kiss um but yeah that's that's that that's those are the those are the signs and the killers mm-hmm. um that's crazy though honorable mention to uh hh holmes honorable mention to my favorite hh holmes <gasps> when was he born let's figure it out h ache ache holmes yeah Ah, when was he born? When was H.H. Holmes? Who else is an honorable mention? H.H. Holmes. H.H. Holmes was born May 16th, 1861. He was a Taurus. That makes sense. Mm. Mm. Which makes sense as to why he didn't kill his wives. Taurians are very home home people. Mm Mm-hmm. Home people. Let me make sure that is Taurus zodiac signs. I don't know why I have that song by the Jackson Five, where it's like, "I'm going back to Indiana, cause that's where my baby's from." I don't know why I have that song stuck in my head. I don't 
know either. May 16th. It is. It is Taurus. So H.H. H. Holmes was a Taurus. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah, we're going to give a shout out to H.H. H. Holmes. H.H. H. Holmes. Hon- These aren't shout outs. Honorable mentions. No, honorable mentions. H.H. H. Holmes. Yeah. Um, Richard Ramirez. Richard Ramirez. The Night Stalker. Yeah. Um, the Golden State Killer. Yes. Um, who else? Wasn't his name? Oh, Wasn't that? Um, Ed Kemper. Ed Kemper. Ed Gain. Um, Ed Kemper was a real. And Ed Kemper was smart as shit. You see? Psychology stuff, man. Mm-hmm. Also, shout out to the show Mindhunter, which they should bring back ASAP. Yeah, I heard somebody told me that it, they canceled it and that made me really mad because. That's a really good show. show. Um. Yeah, I think that's pretty much all of our all of our honorable mentions. Um, you know, this is just a regular. This is something that you and I keep talking about forever. Yeah, just a regular, you know, stuck inside and hungry all the time. Topic, favorite topic that we have. Um, yeah. If you guys have any serial killers that we don't know about that we should know about, or that you think or find interesting. Um, please let us know, of course, at our email, stuckandhungry at gmail.com, or comment on our YouTube video. Of course, hit like and subscribe, please. Um, and yeah, that's been episode 23. We love you guys. We hope you guys are staying safe and being kind to one another. Um, don't be an idiot to do good things. Wash your hands, wash your ass, wear a mask. Do you have anything to say, Mackenzie? Just kisses. Mackenzie blows kisses. Okay. All right, y'all. So we shall see you again on another... I want to say Monday, but I don't know. We will see you on another day of the week, y'all. It'll be a day. It'll be a day. Bye. Bye.